So we're going to continue with exploring Amuna. This is a very uh, important week. Uh, it's the week before uh, we start uh, preparing in earnest for Pesach. I don't think there's going to be a Vad next week, so this is going to be the last of the uh, Vadin about Amuna before Pesach. So an Amuna is really the uh, it's the uh, it's everything that Pesach is supposed to be is Amuna. Pesach is the Yant of Amuna. It's supposed to strengthen our uh, belief, our faith in the Rabbeinu Shalom, seeing how he uh, performed Nisim Guluyim, uh, overt Nisim to our forefathers in Mitzrayim, and how, um, and how that affects us till today is very profound. So there's no more important Maramakam that we could learn together inside, and I know we've mentioned it in previous Vaden, but I think it's important uh, to see inside the words of the Ramban at the end of Parshas Bay, uh, arguably the most famous Ramban. Um, it's a Ramban that uh, everybody uh, probably has heard of in one way or another. Maybe you've learned it inside, maybe you've never, but I think all of you have heard of it in one form or another, and if you didn't, then it's high time that you do. Uh, and also it's good for dating because uh, every girl knows this Ramban. Uh, every girl probably knows most Rambans for that matter, but this is uh, one that, uh, this is uh, something very special, this Ramban. And it's known as the Ramban at the end of Parshas Bay. You just say the Ramban at the end of Parshas Bay and most uh, people should, or girls in seminary, know uh, what you're talking about. So let's see a little bit of it inside. Uh, we're not starting from the beginning of it. We're going to cut to the chase and um, and start, uh, I would say, let's call it uh, three-fifths of the way down in this Masada uh, Rav Kook Chevelle version of the Ramban. You see where I am? It's, um, the first word on the line is Mitzrayim. When I say three, th- I mean in the body of the, uh, of the actual text. So, I don't know, maybe it's 15 lines down. So, what he's basically asking the Ramban is, why is it that there are so many mitzvahs of the Torah that are zeichelitzis mitzrayim? And he, before we started, he already began to enumerate many of them, uh, mezuzah, uh, tzitzis, tefillin, uh, all the mitzvahs that relate to Pesach, Yitzhak Mitzrayim, Matzahs, Mara, everything is Yitzhak Mitzrayim. We literally have maybe dozens of mitzvahs that are Yitzhak Mitzrayim. And the Ramban is bothered by this. Why is it that we need so many reminders of Yitzhak Mitzrayim? What's the big deal about Yitzhak Mitzrayim? After all, give us one mitzvah of Kriya Shema every single day, which is a mitzvah of, of, um, of Zuchir Yitzhak Mitzrayim. And that should be fine. Why do we have to go in to have so many mitzvahs, then Shabbos and Yantiv, every, everything seems to always come back to Yitzhak Mitzrayim, and, he, and the Ramban wants to know why. He says, And the reason for this is because we need a constant souvenir of Mitzrayim. We need a constant reminder that Hashem took us out of Egypt. Why? So that it should never be forgotten. 
And there should never be any opening of the mouth, any uh, possibility that a kaifer, somebody that's uh, an atheist, somebody that's a, a disbeliever, a non-believer, should undermine the amunah in Hashem. We should never hear that. If, if a person would, let's say, uh, start a conversation with a, with a missionary, with an atheist, and they start saying, come on, what do you believe in God? There's nothing to believe in. There's no God. There's no this. There's no that. So immediately, our instincts should jump and say, there better, you better believe there's a God. Really? Why? How do you know there's a God? Well, because I know that Hashem took us out of Egypt. And I know that in Egypt... There were many, many meisim, there were makas, there were miracles galore. We got out of Egypt. No one ever dreamt of leaving Egypt. Even a single Evid never escaped Mitzrayim, Malachas, Kama, Bakama, you know, millions of Avadim. And uh, then we had Kriyas Yamsuf, the sea split, and we all saw it. So that instinct that we have will always immediately be able to counter any, any threat to Amunas Hashem, because we have it in our DNA that there is a God, and we believe in that God. If you buy a mezuzah with a single zuz, sort of like I guess he's playing on, on, the, on the word mezuzah, uh, that you could buy a mezuzah for a zuz. How much is a zuz? I don't know, let's say a couple of dollars, not a lot. You can buy a mezuzah for $50, $100, not a lot of money. And then you set it upon your door. And you have kavana when you put it up. And when you look at it, when you pass it, when you kiss it, you have kavana of all that it's supposed to contain. And that is uh, about about Shema and Vahaya. You've already, by doing that one act of purchasing a mezuzah and putting it on your door, you've been you've acknowledged Hakadosh Baruch Hu as the creator of the world, and that Hakadosh Baruch Hu knows everything, and he observes everything, he monitors everything, he's he, he's he's fully aware of what's going on with each and every one of us at all time. The Gambe Nevuah, and also you believe in Nevuah, the Hamin Bechalpinai Satira, and you basically now believe, you're stating your belief, and you're declaring it to the world by putting it on your doorpost that every single facet, every corner of the Taira is Emes. Milvat Shahida, Shechesed Abare Gadol Ma'id, Al Eiseret Sainish, Eitzianam Me'aisai, Abdus Lacheros, and you're showing also that Akhashbrach is a compassionate God. He cares about us. He did kindness to us. He removed us from the shackles of bondage to Cheros. The Kavit Gadol is Chosaviseim, Achafitzim Birishamai. And he gave great honor. To the uh, to the merit of our forefathers, who who wanted so badly to fear his name. Ulufichach amru hevi zaher b'mitzvakala kevachamura shekulan chamudais v'chavivais ma'ed, and that's why Chazal teach us, says the Ramban, you have to be very medactic on every single mitzvah. Sometimes you think, oh, that's a big mitzvah. 
That's a small mitzvah. That's an important mitzvah. That's a minor mitzvah. There's no such thing as a minor mitzvah. All mitzvahs are critical. All mitzvahs are huge. Why? Because each and every mitzvah, even the smallest of mitzvahs, have such a powerful message to each of us. To, uh, and that's very precious. That's very chaviv. Because every moment that we're performing these mitzvahs, you're acknowledging Hashem. The kavanas kala mitzvahs shenamin belikenu, and the kavanas says the Ramban of all mitzvahs. This is why it's such an important Ramban because he's he's not just speaking about Yitzchak Mitzrayim; he's really speaking about every major um, facet of our of our Torah of our mitzvahs. He's like getting to the you know it's a, it's a good question like why do we do mitzvahs? If I ask you why 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 do we perform mitzvahs? I don't know, why, why do we put on, why do we blow shayfer, why do we put on tefillin, why do we sit in the sukkah, why, obviously each mitzvah has its own unique shayrish ha-mitzvah, like the chinuch always writes about, but on the whole, if somebody asks you, what's the point of all these mitzvahs that you're doing? So the Ramban, this is the Ramban that you, that basically you strike gold on every line in this Ramban, he'll answer every question that you have. Do you know why we do mitzvahs? The reason for all the mitzvahs, why did HaKadosh Baruch Hu give us 613 mitzvahs? Why so many? The point of them all, when you boil it all down, is shenamin belekeinu, that we should believe in our God, the naida elav shubaranu, and we should agree and acknowledge that He created us. And that's what a mitzvah is. Think about it. What, what do we do when we're doing a mitzvah of any sort? When we're learning Tyro all day, or when we're, uh, um, you know, we're putting on our tefillin, we're davening, we're, uh, uh, we're, we're, we're doing chesed, we're do- giving tzedakah. What is that? What are we doing? Why, why so many things? What are we busy with all day? Every single mitzvah that we do, besides for the actual unique flavor of every mitzvah, which is different and important and special, but the basic... Um, common denominator between all mitzvahs is that when I do a mitzvah, you're basically stating emphatically that I believe in God. That's what it is. I mean, why else are you, do, why else are you sitting in a sukkah? Why else are you waving a lulav and esrug? Why else are you saying halal? Why else are you, uh, are you, uh, you know, being mishabal on the base of mikdash? All of these things are the more spirituality that you bring in your life, the more activities of mitzvahs that you do throughout the day, the more you're proclaiming to the world that there's a God. That's basically what you're doing. You're, you, you wouldn't be doing this if there was no God. So, you know, in a godless world, in a world that's so uh, anti-God, you're going with your mitzvahs and you're proclaiming with every mitzvah, big or small, expensive mitzvah to do or cheap mitzvah to do, every mitzvah that you're doing, you're saying to yourself, you're saying to fellow Jews, you're saying to Gayim, you're saying to the Rebbeinu Shalom, I believe in God. That's what it's all about. That's what it is. These mitzvahs, and specifically the mitzvahs that relate to Yitzhak Mitzrayim, is really you know, showing that you believe in not just God, but you believe in the God that is... Um, is able to do everything for us individually. Not just that he created the world, but that he continues to orchestrate everything in the world and monitor everything in the world and, and care and love each and every one of us. That's what mitzvahs are all about.
And then he says, V'hi kavanas hayitzira. And now, if, if that wasn't more fundament, uh, fundamental enough for you, that the Ramban is handing us in a silver platter the reason for us doing all mitzvahs, we'll say, you know what? I'll tell you something else. That's the reason for creation itself. <laughs> the Ramban is giving us the secret that we all are dying for our whole life. People are like going to the Himalayas to find out the secret you know, of, of the world. What, why is there a world? What's, the Ramban is giving us all these answers. The Ramban is telling us you know why Hashem, you ever ask yourself, why did Hashem create a world? What's the point? Does Hashem need, Hashem pre-existed the world by forever, right? So why did Hashem decide, you know what, I'm going to make a world, I'm going to make a man, I'm going to make uh, wars and peace and, and buildings and, and caves and, uh, and, and mosquitoes and caterpillars. Why? Why did Hashem need this for? Does that ever keep you up at night, like the, the, the time of Yitzira itself? the existential question of why man exists, Ramban jumps in and tells us that also. We have no reason. There's no reason of Hashem creating that original creation. Don't think that, oh, well, he needs me. He doesn't need you. The Ramban says he has, no, he has absolutely no need for any creations that he created down here. He doesn't need you, and he doesn't need me, and he doesn't need dogs, and he doesn't need cats, and he doesn't need uh, uh, amoebas or paramecians. He doesn't need anything. So why did he make them? He made them because of one reason. Milvad sheyeda ha'adam, that man should know him. and he should recognize and acknowledge Hashem as being his God. Shebaro, who created him. And that's it. That's the reason. You have to know God and you have to appreciate him, acknowledge him, and recognize that he created you. That's why otherwise there's no reason for us to exist. If we're just walking through life and we're not bothering to ever stop and acknowledge that Hashem created the world, Hashem runs the world, Hashem is my boss, Hashem is, is king, Hashem, if you're not doing that, and you're just basically going, you're eating breakfast, lunch, and supper, you're sleeping, and you're going to work, and you're taking the train, and you're, uh, you know, and you're reading the newspaper, and you're watching a movie, and you go through your whole life not ever stopping and asking yourself, why am I here? Why, did, why is this whole world existing? So then you miss the whole point. The point is that we should, every single day, Wake up in the morning, the first thing a yid does is, I admit, and I thank you, admitting and thank you really share the same word, and there's a reason for that, we won't go into that right now, but I have to acknowledge and thank Hashem, have gratitude to Hashem for creating me. That's the first thing we do. Then we go into Berchus HaShachar, and then we go into Pesukah De Zimra, and we go into Yishtabach, and Shemayna Esrei, and then we, we learn, and we, uh, you know, and then we daven again, Mincha, it could be in the middle of a very busy work day, and all of a sudden, you know, everybody's taking a break from Mincha, and then you, you go back to work. Those are important things because you're basically stopping and you're and then you're eating your lunch, you're eating your dinner, you're 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 washing, you're you're making hamaitzi, you're benching. All of these are constant reminders throughout the day that I admit you I admit that you exist, Hashem. I believe in you. You you admit, you exist and you created me and I thank you and I love you and that's the whole point of our creation. That's not a little 
aspect of our creation. That is it. And then he says, the kavanas roimas hakobitzfilos. Why do we um, raise our voices in prayer? The kavanas bateknesias. Why do we have shuls? Uzchos filos harabim. Why do we daven pitzibur? You know why? HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants that. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants shuls. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to daven out loud, passionately with a gishmak. Why? Because that's all he wants from us. If you stop and think about it, if you were God, pretend you were God for a minute, and Snak Fira, Barry Kaplan wrote a whole book, If You Were God. So I guess we're still okay to, to use that expression. But imagine for a second you were God and you're alone, and you have nothing in the Bria. So obviously you're God, you don't need anything, but let's say you would want something. What would it be? I'd want people, I don't want to be alone, I want people to recognize me. I want people to acknowledge that I exist, and, I, that, and, and, my, and that I'm a mative, that I'm doing good for everybody, and that I, I want to do good for people, and I want to help them, and I want to give them the ultimate hatava, which is the idun hamiti and ilam haba, to give them the real pleasure in the next world, so what do I do? I build a world, I make human beings, and I, and I have all the creatures on the planet to serve those human beings. But the hope is that the human beings don't forget about me, but rather they constantly remember me, they acknowledge me, they thank me, they make me a melech. That's what Hashem wants. So we have to do that for Him, and that's really the answer to every big question that you may have ever had. It's the reason for the mitzvahs, the reason for the tyrants, the mitzvahs for, it's the reason for the Yitzir Rishayna, why Hashem created the world, and it's the reason why we go daven every day, why we have shuls, beautiful big shuls. This is a place that we gather, and we acknowledge together Hashem, who created us, and we publicize this fact, and we proclaim before Him, we are your creatures, we are your creations. That's a pasuk in Yaina that they called out Hashem That's why you have to scream davening. A lot of times you go into a shul and like you know there's a guy that davens like a little too loud and what do you get? You get like shh. You ever get that? Like you know you're trying to have a gishmaka davening. There's one guy that can't stand that. You know he wants it to be like a library. So you know it has to be completely quiet in shul and you know the the chazan. Not the way it is. He, this is if you ever go into a Stalin, if you ever daven in a Stalin shul, they literally take this ramban. Literally, they scream davening. It's like a very funny experience. Like the first time I went into a Stalin shul, it may have been the last time also. But you know, they literally are screaming davening. They're screaming on the top of their lungs because that's this what the ramban saying. You have to scream it. There's, there's an element of being passionate and being loud and being and, and proclaiming with all of your 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 essence that I believe in you. You're, there's a God in the world. Okay, now here comes the most famous line. This is if I'd have a highlighter, I'd pass it around and make you all highlight this next line. Umenanisim, and this is a Pesach Dika line. And from these great, famous, obvious, evident miracles that we saw in Egypt, the point of all the mitzvahs that are once we've established that really all mitzvahs 
are to believe in God and to admit that he exists and to thank him for everything. Now that we know that, now we have to bring it not just out of, not bring it out of the realm of just formal religious services, but even every minute of the day acknowledge that there's a God. Meaning, we put on tefillin, that's the Zechlet Sezim That means that we put on tefillin, it means Hashem took us out of Egypt, He performed Nisim. We have Shabbos, we have Yantav, we have Tzitzis, we have, uh, you know, many, many mitzvahs throughout the day, the Mezuzah, many mitzvahs throughout the day, But it doesn't stop there, says the Ramban. From the great miracles that we saw in Egypt, a person, now that should allow us to make the next leap and listen to this. A person cannot claim to have a portion in the Torah of Meshravenu until we admit that everything that happens to us, Shekulam Nisim, they're all miraculous. What does that mean? That means that when we think of miracles, what do you think of? When I say, oh, I, I just went through a big miracle. You say, oh, really? Did the sea split? You saw God? You, uh, you, know, you jumped over, uh, you, know, you jumped uh, 100 feet in the air. Like, what, what miracle happened to you? No, 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 I just breathed. You didn't see me breathing? Oh, that's not a miracle. That's nature. It's not fair. It's, how's that miraculous? That happens every second. So... The question that you have to ask back is, why is that any less miraculous than splitting the sea? If you admit that God is the one that split the sea, and God is the one that gives me the ability to breathe and to see and to walk and to talk, so then it's the same thing. What is a miracle? A miracle is something that God does. The only reason why you don't consider it miraculous is because it happens so often, because we breathe so, you know, Baruch Hashem, we breathe every, every second or two. So therefore we say, oh, that's nature. The Meshachachma says that the only difference between Nase and Teva is that Teva is a constant miracle. It's constant. The fact that I breathe is a, is, is a miracle. It's just it's, it happens so often. You don't look at it as something you know, supernatural because it's all the, it happens all the time. If Chas Hashem, you couldn't breathe for a second, then you would consider pretty miraculous if I could bring you back to life and breathe again. In fact, Rabbi Victor Miller, in a famous uh, incident, he once, uh, his, I think his daughter, his granddaughter, walked into the house and she found him sticking his head in a, uh, in a sink full of water. And he, would like, and he would hold his head down for like, 30 seconds, 40 to 50 seconds, and then like when he couldn't breathe mamish anymore, he'd pick his head up and like, and, you know, it's, it looked a little strange, you know, and, and his daughter, his granddaughter asked him, you know, what are you doing? And he said, well, I was in shul and somebody was saying how polluted the air in New York is. It's such a, you know, there's so much smog, there's so much pollution here. And he felt that that was like a very big, big uh, on Hashem. It's like you're, you're, you're basically uh, tainting the great gift of oxygen that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us. And he said, I wanted to make sure that I, I wasn't falling into that trap of like taking things for granted and like being able to uh, uh, not appreciate Hashem's gift of breathing. 
and of oxygen. So I came home and I put my head in a sink until I mamish couldn't, couldn't breathe at all. And then at the last minute I took a gasp of air and that gasp of air was so chavib to me because it was life-giving. Is that, a, is that teva? That's not a teva, that's nace. So, but I, I just breathed a hundred times since I said, you know, that, I, you know, that breathing is, uh, is, is a nace. I just breathed a hundred times and that each time that I breathe is another, is another miracle. But it just happens so often. It's like if you'd see Kriyas Yamsa every minute, it wouldn't be a miracle either. It's just cool because it happens so infrequently. So the Ramban is saying, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us Nisim Gedelim, he, but he's not going to do that every day. He gave it to us by Mitzrayim. We have to remember Mitzrayim because he's not going to continuously do that. Otherwise, it's cheap. And, then, and we'd probably lose our ability to have Bechira. We wouldn't have free choice anymore because it would be so obvious. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't give Nisim Gedelim every day. We better remember what Hashem gave us in Mitzrayim, because that's where we saw the real Nisim Gedalim before Salman. But we're supposed to take from that the ability to remember every single day, not just that Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim, but that everything that happens in the world, big and small, is all miraculous. It's all from Hashem. Hashem does everything. Hashem doesn't just do Kriyas Yamsav, Taira, you know, those are things that are supernatural wow events, but every little thing that happens, every time we, we have the ability to, uh, to eat, and if you'll excuse me, to go to the bathroom, you know, that's why the Asher Yatzer is such an important bracha. It's such a, you know, people, uh, you're mumble, we mumble it as we're walking down the hall or whatever. Asher Yatzer is one of the most important brachas because it's basically saying that everything that was supposed to happen, happened. I was able to, if you, you won't exist if, if one of those orifices gets shut down and you can't relieve yourself, or if one of them open and you can't keep anything in, so then you're dead. You're basically dead. So when you go to the bathroom, Rabbi Yerucham used to say, Rabbi Yerucham Lavoz, I believe, used to say that when you go to the bathroom and everything works properly, you should send a telegram, it would be, I guess, the equivalent of a WhatsApp today, to all of your friends and family and tell them that you're okay, Baruch Hashem, you survived, you made it. Because there's so much going on in the body to do that, that's when you make an Ashriyatza. It's not just an Ashriyatza, it's, it's declaring, Hashem, you exist, and you, you created Teva, and you're the master of everything. And everything is from you, and we can't stop thanking you. We can't appreciate you enough. And that is the difference between um, a yid that's a, a, a maimon and, and not a maimon, a yid that's living this Ramban and not living this Ramban. So all mitzvahs, the entire point of Yitzira is just to have emuna. It's just to believe in God, to proclaim that Hashem exists, to acknowledge His existence, to thank Hashem, for everything and anything that he does for us, and that's Pesach. In a nutshell, that's what Pesach is. Pesach is a chance that we have to really fill up our gas tank with Amunah that will last us till next Pesach. And if we're doing the Seder right, and if we're saying Halal right, and if we're eating our matzahs with the right Kavana, the matzah itself is called Michla de Memnusa. It's the food of Amunah. It's a food that when you ingest it, when you eat it, it's supposed to actually bring emuna in, it's like a vitamin of emuna. If you can imagine a, a vitamin, you know, just giving you emuna, that's what matzah is. 
when you ingest matzah, you have a mitzvah, I think it's the only mitzvah nowadays that we have that there's a mitzvah to eat, something specific. Obviously on Shabbos we have a mitzvah to eat, but there's nothing specific. Here it's the only mitzvah, when the base measures around, we had mitzvahs to eat karbonis, but now there's a mitzvah to eat something special called matzah. And what is so special about matzah? Matzah gives us the ability to digest emunah, to have emunah go into our cells. And when we speak about the misim on, in the Haggadah and throughout Pesach, and we, we learn and we daven and we do everything on Pesach, Pesach is a time, it's the, it's the mecca, if you will, of, of emunah. And if you boil it all down, you want to know, you know, in a nutshell, what is Pesach all about? It's about Amuna. It's about learning this Ramban, maybe take this Ramban with you and teach it to your families, teach it to your friends, learn it again and again. Because this Ramban is so, it's such a cornerstone of our Amuna. The Ramban always has the, you know, the, the Yeshivish or the Tayyidik Ashkafas, if you will. All, the Ramban is the, is the place you go for, for, for the Ashkaf of the Tayyidik. And this is the hashkafa of hashkafas. This is like the kaidish kachim of all of all hashkafas. There's no mashkiach in the world that doesn't uh, constantly say over this ramban. And there's no good teacher in the world. And there's no good father in the world. Every this is such a critical ramban because it, he taught us in a few lines the point of mitzvahs, the point of yidzira, why Hashem created the world, why Hashem makes us daven, why Hashem makes us daven in a shul, why HaKadosh Baruch Hu, uh, gives us so many mitzvahs, it's all one answer, just to acknowledge that Hashem exists and to thank Him. That's it. And the more that we could do that every single moment of the day, the more we train our minds, you know, this is, everything I'm doing is, 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 is a nace. I'm walking, that's a nace. I just drove my car, that's a nace. I just bent down to tie my shoes, that's a nace. You know, I was able to eat and my mouth didn't hurt. I woke up in the morning without a sore throat. I turned on the lights and the lights actually work. My refrigerator is and you know, I, I don't open up my refrigerator and the ices are, are, all, are all melting. Baruch Hashem, the electricity is on. To appreciate everything as a, as, a, as a gift from Hashem and to acknowledge Hashem as the source of all goodness, that's why we were created, Period. We weren't created to be great athletes, to be great, uh, to be billionaires, to, uh, you know, to be a bucky in every movie that was ever, ever uh, made. We were created simply to acknowledge and to praise Hashem. Am zu li, Hashem says, it's one of, it's a entire Shabbat Shav, one of the Nabiim. Am zu li, I created this nation, says Hashem, why? Anyone know the end of that Pasuk? Why did I create this nation? That they should tell over my greatness, my, my praise. So whenever we daven, whenever we praise Hashem, whenever we say Baruch Hashem, Mirz Hashem, Bezer Hashem, these are all vindications of our birth. We were born for a purpose. What was our purpose? To say thank you, Hashem. To have a moon on Hashem, to acknowledge Hashem, to talk about Hashem, to talk about Hashem with our friends. And with our, that's why, you know, you think it's like a frumkite to say, Mirza Hashem this and Mirza Hashem that. This is from the Shlaka. The Shlaka says that whenever you plan anything, always say a Mirza Hashem. Because by saying Mirza Hashem, you're basically bringing God into every plan that you have. Every move that you make is Al Pi Hashem. And that is why we're here. So, Baruch Hashem, we're to learn this famous Ramban together, and I hope that you will 
always remember this Ramban, and it's so important to chazer it and to talk about it. And, you know, if on Seder night you just pull out this Ramban, maybe make copies for your whole family, and you learn this Ramban together, I think the Rabbi Hashem will get a lot of nachas And You don't need all the, the millions of Haggadahs. This is really, you know, just, this is such a perfect um, centerpiece of the Haggadah because it's telling you the entire uh, purpose of Yitzhak Mitzrayim and the purpose of creation and what a Yid is supposed to do with his life.